Texas has outperformed much larger cities. The true success indicator has been from the fans. Hello, welcome to the club. Uh, I'm your host, Mars, and this is the Upper 90 Club, a roundtable podcast where friends discuss the That's Columbus right. crew. Yep. Um, Tracy is out tonight for an undisclosed reason. We know why. We don't know. But we're just not going to share. <laughs> top secret. Do we? Did he text us? No, I'm just joking. We don't actually. Know. Okay, we actually have no idea. The hey, reality <laughs> is, it, it, better it looks better on YouTube pants. when there's only four, four of us. <laughs> Yeah, that's also true. All right. Thanks for taking one for the team, Tracy. Um, uh, where was I? Yes. Uh, so on tonight's uh, episode, we review the 1-0 loss to Charlotte. Uh, we get an update from President Bird on the Cappies. We hear from Jay at the Inter-Miami podcast. And Cleverly named. Who was on that interview, Ben? You and... Uh, just uh, Trey and I. Okay. All right. We did that last night. And uh, we go into our prediction vortex where we waste 20 minutes of everyone's time. Okay. So yeah. uh, 100%. <laughs> uh, you know where to find us. Uh, you know where to email us. And if you don't, um, just wait till Welcome. the end. There'll be a special clip as well. You so. found us. You're here. Yeah, you're here. Yeah. That's right. So just sit back and, and you can enjoy. email us. I wanted to say this. You can email us questions or comments, but you can actually do like a voice memo and we'll put it in the pod. So it's like you're with us. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. So if you like, instead of just emailing us like some random stuff and uh, some of you guys might even have just our phone numbers, just, yeah. Trace, just Tracy, voice memo us. Tracy, we'll voice memo us. Yeah. Tracy we, could yeah, do it. End, I could yeah. do it. Uh, yeah, Unless you have a silly, some kind of silly voice, we can't do it. Or some stupid, <laughs> shoes. stupid accent what of more? some yeah. sort. We don't like right. that. Yeah. Um, hey, mate. <laughs> All right. Hello, mate. Right, that's right. Oh, yeah, more. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Have you gotten oh, yeah, any sleep you. in the last seven days? Uh, not really, because I try to recover and recapture lost time over the weekend. So that kind of even things out. Yeah, and you guys yeah. were all together for the game to view it, but also weren't you all doing like a whiskey tasting? Tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, with with a smooth Rob Thomas. Oh, yeah. I was confused. Was it a hot one? Yeah, you know, I was confused because there's <laughs> yeah. like four small glasses of liquor in front of me, so I just shot them down. It wasn't a quick. bourbon challenge. And oh. then there was supposed to be yeah. this whole smelling and mm. I don't know. Yeah, College Mort, yeah, yeah. College Mort kicked in. He's like, what do I, I'm just going to go. Doo, 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 doo. And I was like, oh, no. What's that guy's name? <laughs> no. Cody Cody Chestnut? Is that the the hot dog guy? That's Is what I'm Cody? I don't know. It's Chestnut. <laughs> Not Cody. Corey Chestnut? It's something Chestnut. Cut it all out. Cut all this out. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So did you did you learn something from the whiskey tasting? There was not much learned from the game. I think we'll what I learned later. was I know nothing about bourbon. It's insane. We did so <laughs> yeah. when it's a blind tasting, yeah. you're an idiot. If if it yeah. was possible to like guess worse than how we've been guessing <laughs> soccer games. Like literally, we yeah. did it, and there was two <laughs> Old Forester and two Maker's Mark. And before we knew oh, what they were, I straight out we they shouted, were. "There's yeah. no way any of these are Maker's Mark. It's not sweet enough." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Those are two definitely not are. Old Forester <laughs> at all." And he was like, "Well, you're completely wrong." And we were like, "I I have no idea." And it was like, it was insane how much we awesome. didn't know. So no, and so I saw like some pictures there's like all kinds of different like ingredients right you're kind of like heightening your awareness of different different uh flavors or i wasn't there you use some we're doing all the smells me. smelling like what does corn smell like banana. What is, uh, the band <laughs> cherry and banana Nut. and all that it's yes. kind of you should kind of know it already though it's kind of like <laughs> you don't know a banana if you have a yeah. banana in your kitchen you know yeah, what but it some of this like. stuff i don't know yeah so I tr- I tried to do the same thing with uh, red wine, and it was like I d- I'm like I think I'm getting worse <laughs> at, at, at tasting wine. Like uh, it's kind of just tastes like red wine. I don't know what to say. Yeah, and as the game progressed, okay. we kept trying other 
Oh, you're no, doing we did it, it during before. The this was no, an no, then we also, just, yeah, uh-huh. this is, we just kept trying because I have a, I, yeah, definitely into second half. We tried a <laughs> yeah. lot of bourbon. It's like, have yeah. you tried this bottle? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know, but you're pretty. You're yeah, pretty that was face. really awkward. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, so yeah, so yeah. well, so let's let's get into the game. Um, uh, you know, uh, let's start with the lineups. Uh, Haas, were there changes? What? What is there to note before we get into the actual game? So the same lineup, except Zawadzki started in the middle over Nagby. Yeah. Otherwise, same lineup as the past, what is it, three, four games now? So, yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> was it a reward for the uh, the 98th minute heroics, or was it something? something well, he was else. quoted after the game saying, when they pose the question like, hey, why didn't Nagby start uh, Nancy? The only thing he said was, oh, he knows why. Why? I, I, have, I have no idea. Yes, did, did he, he really? Did. I actually didn't Pre- see it. No, no. Like, I, uh, I, listen, he pretty much said he, yeah, we, we talk, he knows why. And and uh, because we Was all, it like, uh, he knows why? Or was it like, a, yeah, it he seems, knows why? It, it, I said no, it like No, that no. It <laughs> seems like we, no, no. It's, he said it in a way that seems like we talked about it. He's okay. I'm okay. We're all good. But it's a, he he's aware why he didn't start. We thought okay. it was yeah. a turf. I, we thought I it was still a think horrible, it's horrible, plastic, oh, yeah. nasty. It thing. could ruin yeah. your knees. Welcome so, yeah. to, you know, foreshadowing. Yeah, no sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, do you guys want to talk about gameplay? I mean, you mentioned the turf that was. Uh, yeah, uh, hard, I, I think it was interesting. Hard to look at, hard to watch. It's so um, hard to look at, starting with like the jerseys. Let's talk about that. It was like Earth Day. They were well, yeah, I'm wearing mine. Yeah. I'm, is this where you tear it down? Yes. I put mine on. Yeah, that, <laughs> All right, go I, for I, it. I'm not going to get into the colors of your jersey because I don't like them. <laughs> but here's the one. thing is is it could it be more plastic. Yeah. We're playing in, um, in plastic recycled jerseys. And, you know, every day should be Earth Day. So... But we're playing on a plastic field and plastic yeah. jerseys and yeah, off colors, and yeah, it couldn't be more plastic than that. Well, they're keeping that much plastic out of the ocean, right? So it's like, you know, they put it in the jerseys, they put it on the field. Yeah, sure, but I have know, a question. So when you the... got your your plastic jersey in the mail, was it covered in plastic? Like, was it wrapped in plastic? I don't remember. I don't remember. Upper yeah, um, upper ninety club. I, yeah, and I didn't get it. I didn't get any kind of certificate on like how many pounds of, of CO two were offset. Uh, but yeah, yeah, right. Nice try, MLS. Um, okay, so I I feel like we're kind of circling the the uh, elephant in the room, which was uh, the first half. Um, I frankly, I I you could have made the first half seventy five minutes long. I I didn't think that there was much to talk about, but. That's what we're here to do. So, what what do you guys think about about the team? Did anybody stand out? I, you know what what was it, worth watching? No, here's the thing: it's an away game, and all considered for an away game, we had two really good chances yeah. in the first half. And I'm not sure if we're going to go back and, and summarizing that. Sure, and we go missed ahead. our chances, and it was uh, two times Ramirez. Yeah, one is a header that has to go in. The other thing is another one of the ones he does where he skyrockets it, right? Yeah. And they have one. And they hit a bouncing ball and they finish it. And that's the big difference in that first half. So, okay. So let's talk about, let's just talk about those two chances. I think that's a good place to start. The header, I mean, do you, do you fault him? Should he have put it closer to the far post there, sent it, it was back a, across? or It was, was a ball it? in from the left from Zellerayan. He finds Ramirez literally in the six-yard box. And the keeper is moving across the goal to the keeper's left. The other way, yeah. And Ramirez tries to beat him to his right, but he, like, gets his arms out. He's not too committed going to the left. I mean, it's a good save. Um, Yeah. I I thought it was a better save than it was a bad shot. It's a good save, but it's it's within... His reach, and he has so much time to get this right. He 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 kind of has his whole body behind, yeah. and kind of goes for it. And he he could aim higher, further to the left, and all that. It's not hor- horrendous. Yeah, I I'm kinda, not saying it was like a blooper kind of miss, but he, he should do ground, better. Than that one. I I give him 
I give him some grace on the other one too. So this other I one, you on know, pause yeah. if you want to talk more about more yeah. about the details. That's fine. But it came in and it took that bounce like the entire game six yards ahead of him, and so then it it popped up. And so when he's trying to play it toward the goal, it, I don't think he can. Get I'm pretty over sure it, that was right? a ball in from Matan, also from the left hand side, and it yeah. was a beautifully placed yeah. ball far post. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he but was yeah, full the, stretch. He tried to get it. And it. Hit the ground once and just got away from yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not necessarily saying that was bad, but my point is when they got a bouncing ball on their end, it it's a rocket. So it's one yeah. of those things kind of like it was, they had one good one there and we had two and they managed to hit theirs and we didn't. Yeah. And that's the difference. But when I, I think there's an, an unfair advantage and I, I am at that point where turf unless you are above some kind of degree north, then you should not be playing on, on turf like that. I understand Portland. I understand Canada and all those things, but you are in North Carolina. Are you, North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. You should have, you should yeah. play on grass. Um, but it's the same for both. Teams. Yeah, but that can, team plays on it like every other that. week or every week, and it's yeah. practices the same on it. NYCFC like, baseball field situation. Yeah, it's just I, garbage. Yeah, we we can move on, but I think as a group, and I think everybody that follows the crew or MLS in general is on the same page. Is like we should probably have some standards where it's like you know you either pay, play on a hybrid or grass, and that's it. If you can't provide that playing surface, then you don't get to be part of the league. Like it still blows my mind that amount of money that New York City has and are still playing in a baseball stadium, like unacceptable. Like that's not cool. Yeah, but it's it's real grass though. Sure, I, but it's also like some a of it child's brought in. side field. Yeah, uh, I wanted to point out in the first half, third minute, Joswiak, Joswiak, however the hell you say his name, fouls Zawadski <laughs> in the third minute. Yeah, sixth minute he fouls Sands yep. up in the air. Seventh minute, he fouls Sands and takes him out of the game along with the turf. Three fouls Jim, in the first yeah. seven minutes of the game, no card. Oh yeah, that guy, that guy was uh, he 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 was mad at. It was his, his birthday. Something. There was oh, yeah. definitely something going on. They were like, <laughs> "It's his right, birthday," and right. I was like, "That guy, <laughs> what?" Like, I don't know if he had another foul in the game, yeah. but they were all right there and i thought deserved a little more than a talking to with the third one but no he did have another one later in the game because he like laid i remember seeing it when they were going the other way in the second half he laid somebody out that was on the i don't I, i'm sorry that i have a lack of detail on this i just remember like being really annoyed that he laid somebody out on the when we were going left and then they came back and we did the same thing to them and knocked it. Remember, we like knocked them out of mm -hmm. bounds, kind of like it was another, it was a, kind of a rough tackle by the yeah, crew. But then it was and that cool. one also didn't get called. And then they oh, were complaining could, about it. Oh, it was yeah. like, what is going, like, I mean, clearly the ref's not going to call this stuff. So um, don't, don't complain about it when, you know, when it turns back around. But look, you mentioned the Sands injury. Yeah. Um, let's talk about yeah, I'm that. Currently, I was I, I was just looking it up. We don't know what the extent of the injury is. Um, I know that Nazi came out and said he doesn't know what it is, but it's not good. Um, As of Monday night. Yeah, and we acquired, we actually just acquired, right before we started this pod, uh, a, a New York City um, left back, left winger. Um, and we can, we'll get into him in, in a little bit, but, uh, it seems like because of that, I believe Sands is probably out. He grabbed his, the outside back of his knee when he fell and, uh, it probably, yeah, like every ACL, MCL injury on turf, he probably got stuck when he got hit, his leg got stuck and just tweaked and popped it. It happens all the mm. time. This is why you should know. I mean, like I said, Ibrahimovic doesn't play on turf. Guys don't play on turf because of this. Like the 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 older guys, it's just completely not fair. But uh, I will say that that Jwozniak guy or whatever it, a trash player, he did not even try to play the ball. Like I watched it again, and he just no, like he no. he doesn't get there first. Like Sands gets there first and kind of slows up, and he just goes through him, and it's like. That was like the fourth time, like you said, in five minutes. And if you watch it again, the ref comes up to him and like holds up his fingers like two, three, four. And I'm like, are you really warning him after this? And like, especially after you see the extent of the injury, 
you you need to card him. That is actually a normal thing that refs do, especially overseas. Like they'll call something, and if the player is actually hurt, they're like, "Okay, that was actually pretty severe and impacted the other team." Here's a card. You know, I remember watching you know Sun for Tottenham play, and he like you know got that guy's ankle where it was all nasty, but he didn't even get a card for that, and he got red carded after the fact because of the severity of the injury. So. It's the ref. It was yeah. a ba- it was a bad non call. So I said this earlier. We kind of you know just moved on, and I I was just kind of joking, but I do want to dive into it a little bit. I said something like it wasn't really worth watching. I I felt like I maybe at the end of the first half, some at some point I checked the possession. It was fifty fifty, but I don't know that any one team kept possession of the ball for more than like four or five I, seconds. Yeah. Like what did? Can we talk about just the gameplay and like what was going on? Was this a complete breakdown of our of our ability to hold possession, or was Charlotte really putting up enough of uh, defense to to dispossess on such a regular basis? Did I imagine that? I mean, it it just felt like no one, neither team, possessed the ball for the first I, sixty minutes. No, it's also interesting. Uh, I don't know if you have any host, but. Um the ball was like running out of play. You know, when you play balls into space in yeah. front of people, it just doesn't slow down and he kind of runs out of bounds. Mm. So we know this from playing on turf itself. And I think that was a pretty big factor for us. So this this was another turf issue. I to a degree, I think. And also Absolutely. Yeah. And also a little bit of a change in in our personnel too. When you take a Nagby, that is one of the most yeah. bold secure players in the league. And take him out of the squad. Of course, that's going to that affect and Yaboa coming on. Sure. You know, having to come on. Oh yeah, he is yeah. not <laughs> a defensive player. Yeah. But uh, in regards to uh, possession, D- I would argue that leading up to the Charlotte goal in the 37th minute, they possessed it for a good couple minutes. Uh, they had a couple chances. They were blocked or saved by Schulte. They got the ball back, took it back to midfield, and brought it forward from midfield. Crossed it over to the right to uh oh man i can't think of who it was but he was wide open on the right i think it was that was wide open guy, right? it Jos- probably was because that's was. his position yeah, it was Nick, yes joswiak yeah that was him and yeah, he had the assist that is where uh yaboa is so far out of position he's not getting back quick enough like sands would gives that guy so much time to cross the ball into the box to uh a wide open swidar swidarski who first times it upper right hand corner and Schulte had no chance uh yeah and it's on the bounce granted the ball was coming at him compared to the one played forward to us uh to Ramirez where it's going away from him so from him that skip affects him a little less his shin it looked like it hit off his shin it doesn't matter because that ball like Schulte had no chance there was yeah. No so chance I, to save it. Yeah. The, so I broke that down. That's the one thing I did. Welcome yeah, to the club. So so I actually broke that down and it looks like, let's see, at the time of the strike coming from the defense to um the guy that eventually assisted it, the last person, the last defender on that line keeping that guy on side was Yao. Like all three of the defense was up. Mm. Like right before that, when we cleared like uh what Haas was saying. The defense and everybody pushed way up the field. I'm talking way up the field, like past like a third of the way. And then that guy gets it. And they were doing a lot of route one, just kicking it to their striker, like kicking it up because that's what they did last week to us. That caused us so many problems was the route one balls down the the side. So he just did it again. The guy was wide open and I tracked Yao from that. And I actually tracked Viasia, the two guys on that side, and they both just jog back. Don't close him down, which doesn't make any sense because, like, yeah. he ends up playing that ball, but he, he didn't have to play that ball. He could have just kept dribbling it in. And they both just keep jogging back. No one picks that guy up. And at the time of the goal, both the guy that assisted and the guy that scored, Swiderski, no one was guarding either one of them. But we had two guys sitting there, and it was. Yeah. Just, our entire defense was running at our own goal, which is what the, you want to make the other defense well, do. Degenick was actually covering their number nine. So he he was covering one person, but the other two people on that side, which was Viasia and Yao, were just jogging back, having not covering anybody. And the other problem, too, is because it happened in transition so fast, the the 
the guy scored from like right around the top of the box, which should probably have been Viasia stepping to that guy, or it should have been either Zawadzki or Morris. And the person furthest back was Zawadzki. And a lot of today or a lot of that game was kind of Aiden Morris and Zawadzki not being on the same page. Like what, what is so fundamental for the center of our field is Nagby and Morris understanding where each other are at at all times. And that is what has saved us and also what allows us to play through the middle and the first 45 minutes, especially didn't have that because that relationship is not built. That's like the main thing I saw in the first half. So, well, so let's, let's skip ahead Um, because I think that the beginning of the second half was kind of a continuation of the first half. Would you agree? Was there anything to, I mean, really there were a couple subs. Nagby came in for Zawadzki and, uh, JRR came in for Ramirez in the 64th minute. Um, yeah, up until that, I don't think much happened at all. No, no, and I think, but the game changed when they. Oh came. yeah. Well, that's oh, yeah. what I was gonna say. Is like, and maybe not immediately. Maybe I, I don't know. I, I noticed 75. it more around like yep. 70, 75. But that was the okay. We're we're turning on the heat, right? This is the. This is the team or this is the, you know, the coach who put four goals over the crew in two games last season, right? Like in 90 plus, you know, stoppage time, like it felt like the temperature kept rising. The pressure kept adding and adding and adding. I mean, you, you tell me I'm wrong, but did Charlotte have, did Charlotte have good non quick transition looks? Anywhere after the seventy fifth minute, right? They I mean, did. they had they yeah, they had a couple looks. looks, but they were yeah, they were all just oh, yeah, counters, yeah. and it was because we were just pushing so far forward. I mean, you had Schulte at midfield yeah. a couple times, and it was like uh, eight on eight in their box. It, it was <laughs> or yeah, just right, around their box, right? And they were they were doing some bus parking, right? I mean, there was there was oh, yeah. a lot of. Of and, and, like, and, yeah. and we were very close of, of breaking it down too. And I would I'd go back to what I said last week is, is some of these times we are actually missing Cucho. He can really like work in those small spaces and come in there and and and, and make a difference when they get tight, tight spaces. And we were so close. If you look at the stats for shoot, shots and all that, it's not all that much, but a lot of it's because we didn't get on, on the end mm. of things. We had things mm-hmm. going across. We have things, you know, chances getting close. We had Matan dribbling in the middle of the center. By the way, the only the one that oh, I thought yeah. was heads above everybody in this game for for a lot of the parts of the game, even though his ratings are always poor, yeah, is Matan. He 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 creates tons. When he went one on, that was sick. Twelve. I, I watched it again. Box. On the yeah. end <laughs> and the goal goalie gets a touch. It's a disagree. I watched it again, and, and I still he, think it's a foul in the box. He gets his left hand. I don't the ball know, man. As he takes him out. <laughs> oh, he gets he the get, ball. Maybe I missed oh, that because his, his right hand, hand is definitely like it. on Matan. I think it's 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 good to point out a that I think Schulte actually had a pretty good game. Um, his d- distribution yep. out of the back. Um, he actually created space sometimes for an outlet for our defense, which almost burned us once. But in general, he, you know, for being his age, for being, you know, a crew two player and like how he's come in, he did very, very well. He cleaned up too a couple of times. They came out and was high on the field and cleaned yeah, a couple of times. Which was, transitions. yeah, sweeper keeper. They kept um, saying sweeper keeper. And I was like, yeah, yeah, actually. If we're talking about the bad, bad, then I can say Viasia. Was after a couple of really strong game was not where he needed to be. Moreira and the right side that has been so good with him and Farsi. Farsi had some some stuff mm-hmm. coming in the second half, but a pretty quiet, not productive game from them. So things progressed, uh, you know, through after the subs. Um, I I there's a point that I want to make, um, but before I I talk about that. I do want to talk about the goal that never was. So, Mort, I know you have some thoughts on this. Yeah, I, I can't remember how the play came about. There was somebody had the ball on the left, played it into Russell Rowe. He had it one time through to Morris, and he kicked it in. And we thought we had it. Uh, they went back and reviewed it, obviously. And uh, the funny thing about the review of it is, of course, the shot they're showing where the ball is mm-hmm. actually at the waist of, of Morris. So the ball is already at 
at his position. So it's impossible to tell right. where he was when it was played. Um, however, there have been comments saying that when they look at what's on the screen for the ref, it's actually where the ball was when Russell Rowe hit it. And also when we've seen it in replay, it he was he was offside. It wasn't was by he? much. Yes. Yeah. But he was only offside by like three inches. And if like you his look foot. Yeah. One of his feet is offside. His whole foot, yeah. pretty much. That looks yeah. like more like yeah. So this is the frustration that and, and the thing is just so we're all clear, the call on the field when he went to look at the VAR was that he was offside. No, it was a goal. Right? Because it was it went from one to no, I think the I'm flag, pretty sure the flag came up late, the, I thought. Well, the yeah, the 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 whatever they call the you know, the head honcho guy. Center ref. <laughs> he was yeah. like he called it a goal. Center ref. Center ref called it a goal. I I guess the flag came up. I think right? it did cuz when he went to check it, the one got taken off of the screen and it was zero and they were saying like, "Oh, it's offside, like is it clear and obvious?" And that's the frustration is when you say is it clear and obvious? And it's like, "Ma'am, if you 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 will wind it like and I, I still will if say this. This was I, I the other way like, around. I'll be saying hundred percent offside. Oh sure, sure. He was offside. You That's guys fine. were talking about how much whiskey you were drinking. Like, I, I mean, I, I you know, I had a. I, I thought, thought he was, was on, on in the moment. No, and we I had was a screaming about it. But in moment, yeah, after seeing some of the stills, and Andrew Weeby covered it today in his controversial calls yep, of the week. Yep, he did. He okay. had three different. Positions yeah. of camera angles. Right. He was off. All right. We so we believe we believe that that they're competent in, in analyzing whether or not he was on or off. And it sounds like he was off. Uh, buzzkill. So um, again, I was left asking, why aren't we subbing? And like you know, just as as the pressure pressure building. But so here's what I'm thinking now, and I I just want you guys to comment on this. Is I guess if if you're confident or arrogant, it remains to be seen with Nancy. Um, I think the longer you wait, the more uh, disparity between the heat of your fresh legs and the the uh, fatigue of the opponent's tired legs, right? So you're saying, okay, the longer I wait, the less time I have to score, but maybe they're you know the opponent is more taxed is that the thought process or is there some other motivation to wait until 90 plus one to bring in uh and you know i guess a striker for for morris uh arfson and i madrana came in madrana uh, came in i don't know if there's i don't think I don't, know, I don't know about those subs. What's, but I would so say what's the, the impact thought? subs the imp, impact subs came in the sixty fourth minute, which I think yeah, is yeah. a perfect time to to get those subs in. And and it made a difference. And and to be totally fair and honest here, we deserve better than that in this game. And well, so when did Sawatsky come on last week? Eighty something. No, no, he came on ninety. Yeah. 80 something. Well, I thought yeah. it was like 90 plus. Yeah. No, yeah. And he scored. This is what had me thinking about this. Well, it's like, so, are, is, are we trying to just net late with, with real fresh legs on real tired opponents' legs? I think there's three general thoughts to subs there's impact subs that you have to make around 60 or 70. That is, you're down and you need to make a change or you need to make a tactical change. And then I think the, you know, closer to the 90 is like, okay, cool. Everything in the kitchen sink. It doesn't matter if we lose two, nothing, but one, nothing. It's all the same thing. Like, let's just go. Yeah. And that's what happened last week where he was able to do that. And then, um, as far as fresh legs and not fresh legs, I, you know, playing growing up and stuff like that, it, I, there is about five or 10 minutes of, you know, getting into the game that, you know, if you're a sub and yeah. you come on fresh, just because you have fresh legs, doesn't mean you're at the touch speed of the good. game. You're, yeah. you know, you're ready to go. Your touch is good. It takes some time. That's why when we subbed at 64 and you're like, yeah, it didn't look good until like 70, 75. I'm like, yeah, it takes 10 minutes. So I'm sure a coach is going, I can make this sub, but for 10 minutes, I'm risking, you know, these guys coming in and not being up to speed. Yeah. Okay. And there is something to be said, and this is just random. And then I'll, I'll 
put a put a pin in it. But um, I think Chicharito scored this weekend for LA, and I watched that game. He looked gassed, but they didn't sub him, and they were like, "Okay, I know what this guy can do." You know, it's kind of like keeping Zell in and keeping Cucho in, even though they were gassed last year. You know, they have that magic that you know they have that you know soccer IQ to do that thing that you need them to do in like eighty five. So you know, it, it's a gamble. Is pretty much what I'm saying yeah. when it comes to like the uh, the the legs and the fresh legs thing. I'm I'm just not sold on that. I think that's what Nancy kind of does. He lets it like play out. Okay. All right. Well, so we lost uh, one to zero. Disappointment. Um, we can talk about what's coming next, but for now, I think we should take a break. When we come back. We're going to get the crew two update from President Bird. They uh, they played Charlotte also, right? It's just like, a, was, it, was it the next day on Sunday? Yep. Okay. All right, well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll hear about Crew 2. We'll be right, Trap. This episode of the Upper 90 Club is brought to you, as always, by Supporter Supply Company. Hi, friends. This is your good pal, Morgan Hughes, here to talk to you about a serious issue facing 96% of all crew supporters in Columbus. Why... Not enough free shipping, of course. For a limited time, now through the eventual heat death of the universe, Upper 90 Club listeners can use the promo code UPPER90BOYS, that's boys with a Z on the end of it, at checkout for free delivery on absolutely any order over $10. But Morgan, what if I order $10 worth of stickers, or those goddamned buttons, or some other combination of small items that make you want to kill yourself. Will the free shipping still apply then, even as you curse our family while you package up our little tiny annoying ass order for us? <laughs> of course it will. That's just how much we here at Supporter Supply value our friends at the Upper 90 Club. So head on over to supportersupply.co and use the promo code UPPER90BOYS, that's boys with a Z, at checkout for free shipping on all your orders over $10. And don't forget to tell them that your friends at the Upper 90 Club sent ya. Hey guys, thanks for having me again. Yeah, come with bad weekend, right? So yeah, the crew lost to, the crew too, rather, lost to the Charlotte Tayaras uh, last Sunday. Closing up was a really bad weekend for, for crew funds in general. Um, so we should just start with the ugly. Uh, the loss came from Charlotte exploring the key weakness on the, the Cappy's game plan. Uh, the Cappy's high defensive line, much like the Crews, means that the north-south passes to attackers were faster than our defenders, will often mean dangerous chances for the opposition. That's what happened. A very fast Charlotte attacker beat Abdi Mohamed on a breakaway, and he was able to go one-on-one with our goalie. And to make matters worse, shortly after, um, Abdi would leave the game with an ankle injury, um, which is a huge blow for us because he has been one of our best defenders, if not our best defender, and he's a clear leader within the team. Later on, the crew two would have a chance to tie the game, but Captain Marco Micheleto shot a PK that went straight into the goalie's hands. So, you know, it just wasn't no weekend. But going injury aside, there was a lot to like about the game. The Capis did a sharp 180 compared to, the, to their last lineup. They didn't have any single first-team player in the stadium that day versus Charlotte's five. And a lot of the academy products got to the boot and play, and, and play some serious minutes on Sunday. And uh, the crew still managed to pretty much dominate. They were the best uh, team on the field, especially for the second half. Uh, and the young talent uh, shine bright. In goal, 17-year-old Stanislav, Stanislav Lapkis is playing with the confidence of, keep, of a keeper many years his senior. Um, Jordan Knight's development as a winger keeps going at a fast pace and he keeps getting more and more dangerous using his agility in the attack. I believe he was the one who was fouled um, to give us a PK after dribbling through most of uh, the child's defense. Finally, Mroka, who came in the second half, created many great chances for our attack. And I hope that we get to see him more often um, as the season proceeds. I think that we'll see a good number of Cappies take the field against Indy 11 on Wednesday. My hope is that guys that have been shining with the crew too, like Fuson, Gannon, Jake Morris, and Micheleto, all get some meaningful minutes. They'll likely get to play with other Cappies like Parente, Philip Quentin, Zawadzki, and JRR. So, because of all the chemistry that they have together, my guess is a, a 2-0 win for the crew with goals by JRR and Parente. Thanks a lot, guys, and let's go, crew. All right, we're back. Thanks, Bird, for the update from Thanks, the 
The Crew 2 versus the Thomas Crown Affair, <laughs> starring Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> what are they Crown called? Crown Pierce. What was it called? Crown, Crown, Le- Crown, Royal? Crown Legacy. Crown, Crown Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think we tried that one on Saturday. Yeah. 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 Hard to say, honestly. Uh, so many. And they, all, yeah, they also lost 1-0 in solidarity with, with the... Uh, with the crew. So um, we got a US, uh, US Open Cup game uh, published day today, right here in a couple days. Um, Wednesday, yes. what day is it? Today. Sorry. They are playing today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please, somebody shake me out of this tailspin. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in two days from this moment. But it could be the same day that you are listening to this. Or Already it happened. It could, it could have be been yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> How does a podcast work? Have, you tell us when you're listening to this right now. <laughs> tell us. Use a voice memo and tell us. Uh, all right. So it's against the Indy 11. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? How are we going to line up against the Indy 11? Real quick on Indy 11, they've played six games so far this season. They have one win, two draws, and three losses. They have a negative four goal differential. Um, but they're the USL, right? Correct. USL, yeah, the USL championship. They've lost their last three, though. Three games. Wild. And two of them at home. And yeah, things are not looking good. My, my, my guess is we will start with a little bit of a mix. We probably have some. We're probably going to have some crew two in there. I'm get, thinking. We already have crew two in our team. Well, yeah, but but here's the thing: it's it's U.S. Open Cup. It's one of those tournaments. Until you get into the late rounds, nobody really cares. Well, and I I have seen the crew lose. I mean, you could. I you, yeah, we, we, we lost you should Detroit. fact check me on this. But don't Detroit. we always lose to like the Dayton Dutch Lions or the? No, we know, lost the, to Detroit. City or whatever last year. Yeah, yeah. We, we usually drop the ball on this tournament. It is a pretty, single pretty elimination rapidly. tournament. Yep. Yeah. And we are unbeaten in 10 home games. So, I mean, yeah, that's our favor for number sure. 11. If we, if we number 11. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming we'll, we'll roll out, you know, the some of the crew two guys. Like, I'm pretty sure Quentin will play and, you know, maybe Madrona gets a start and and whatnot but i mean we don't have that much depth unless he pulls straight from crew two even our like quote unquote b team or c team is still half the team we start with i mean and yeah and the crew two is academy players i wouldn't be surprised if nagby starts since he didn't play the full game uh oh there's no way and then i'm guessing like arfston parente maybe hughes and quentin i mean he's gonna have to shift do you, do you yeah. think that he even treats it as a priority or do you think he treats it as I'm just going to get some guys minutes that haven't had minutes guys minutes yeah it's especially, I think, I think especially yeah. with the other tournament we had this summer too yeah this is come until you're in the last round this is kind of like the league cup in England where like nobody cares until you're in like in the quarterfinal yeah and nobody cares if you're out maybe a good opportunity to get room some minutes if he's ready that's what Maybe I was a good ask. opportunity to things. get Cucho some minutes if he's ready. It says Elon Room is injured to late May. Ah um, uh, man, is it a back injury? I would not be surprised. Knee That's injury, the back injury. Mom, right? Is, yeah, Fatma says knee injury late May. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the beauty of this for you know me as a consumer for the crew is like he loves developing the youth players, and you know I the. I know I have I just have a feeling that he's gonna, you know, if Parente rolls out and Arfson rolls out, like they've already rolled out and shown up. Like they're already getting first team minutes. So like being like, hey, go out there and show me what you got, they're going to just boss those guys. Like I don't think Indy has a chance. Cause I don't uh, think our, our B team lineup is that bad. I think it's really good. How many people's gonna show up for this game? At least twenty two, probably. Uh <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> with the coaches, it's got to be like 30, 35. No, I know. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. A lot of people like me. It's 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 Wednesday night. It's 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 soccer night. I I I would love to go, but I have you know I have youth soccer to go to. Yeah, yeah. 
So you're watching just other youth soccer and not our youth? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Fair enough. It's a, the, the higher up in the pipeline. The information I can uh, find right now is saying that the game will be streamed via the cruise website. Other games yeah. are being streamed via Bleacher Report and their YouTube. Uh, and I think the further it gets into the cup, maybe it gets better airtime. There's some like NBC Golazo channel that's airing some of them. Um, but crew website, it'll be like one, you know, Nokia phone. <laughs> I've heard you say this I, before. Maybe we yeah. should. Tele- I said this could, one. Could we televise it? Could we televise it on yeah. our podcast? <laughs> I thought about streaming. One it. thing about one thing about India Eleven, they're going to show up with some fans there for sure. And the other thing is that. It's a team with a little bit of ambition. Did you guys see the whole uh, development for the stadium? They're going to build a like, I don't know, fifteen to twenty thousand seater downtown indie and all those things. It's coming up. Why? It's pretty yeah. impressive. And New York's going to get a stadium, so no, okay, but, sure. yeah, they're going to get it before New York. We all know this. Yeah, that's okay. True. So let's uh, let's take another quick break, uh, and when we come back, we'll do our interview with Jay from the Inter Miami podcast. Hey, Daddy, where's Diddy? Diddy? You know, Mars. I think he's practicing bicycle kicks alone in the backyard. Oh, look, he left his microphone. I think he was recording a new episode of Stoppage Time. What's that? Oh, it's the Upper 90 Club's evergreen content series featuring stories and interviews surrounding the Columbus crew. Where can I listen to it? I don't know. Where have you get postcards? Postcats? podcasts girls you gotta see what i'm working on outside what are you doing in here i'm making a new podcast (laughs) all right jay welcome to the club man thanks for having me guys happy to be here yeah uh so you are part of the inter miami podcast tell me about that you are one of how many um so i started this with a buddy of mine in 2019 before we had really signed any players ever before we ever played a game or anything like that. Uh, there was no real way to get, um, there's no centralized source for news around into yeah. Miami. So kind of saw the opportunity. Um, I've been speaking with another buddy of mine about starting a podcast. We were just trying to figure out kind of what the topic would be. Uh, this came up. I've followed the sport, fell in love with it in like 2006. Um, oh, and cool. seemed like a good opportunity. Um, so it was just two of us, me and my friend, uh, he, on the third year, he stepped away, uh, to start a, a business. So, uh, we brought in, uh, one of our original fans actually, who started doing some work with us the second season, uh, Than Harrington, uh, who was at that time covering the Academy and, uh, what was called Fort Lauderdale CF, the, the, uh, you know, minor league team behind us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, we did that first for the third year. Uh, this fourth year, we decided to really go kind of all out attack here um, on the media side. Um, and we went from two people to about a total of 12 now. Um, it's about six six hosts, uh, six people working behind the scene, scenes, um, digital media, audio, video, uh, website, tech, all that good stuff. Um, and then we released three other shows outside of the the flagship Inter Miami podcast. Uh, we also have Away Days, which is kind of similar to this format, where they link up with other podcasts for MLS clubs and kind of do a, a joint episode together. Uh, we have uh, IMCF Traveler Chats, which is um, this individual who travels to basically almost every single game, um, has really great sources within the team. Uh, and that's uh, every Thursday, more of like a live call-in show. And then we just added what's called Freedom to Scream, which is... Um, you know, play off our uh, mantra, freedom, freedom to dream. Uh, and freedom to scream is really about fans voicing their frustrations because there's been a there's lot probably of no frustrations. <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, know what that. And, wow. I didn't yeah. realize you had that many people. That's yeah, insane. We, were, we just wanted to give as much content and you know, shows are released almost every other day, uh, different ones and give some of the people who have been pretty close with the podcast uh, we have a Discord with like over 300 people in it that the podcast Sweet. started um, and kind of give them a platform if they were interested to, you know, have some artistic creation and, you know, beneficial for them. They can use our platform, beneficial to the fans and the listeners. Now they get uh, more, you know, information about the MLS, the team, call-ins, whatever they want to do. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're I'm like pretty active in the Discord too. We have a Discord 
And it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like a much safer place than Twitter and like anywhere yeah. else. It's like anywhere else I go, it's just like, what is going on? Everything's on fire. <laughs> and the Discord's like, let's talk about what we can do to make things better. And I'm like, hey guys, we're all friends here. Yep, yep. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's awesome. So you're like super involved in all things Inner Miami. Yeah. It just seems like you guys are doing like a whole lot. Um, I want to talk a little bit about specifically the game day. Like what's your what's your ritual? Like I know that the the Apple TV did like their own ritual. Like what was that? But also like what do you think it is? Like great game um, day stuff. I mean, do you guys tailgate? Is there like a march? Or yeah. What? There's always a, a tailgate. You guys are still there. relatively um, new. Yeah, exactly. Um, but mm-hmm. North Lot, Green Lot is what it's called. Um, that's where all the supporters uh, tailgate. Um, and then your big games will coordinate with each other and kind of march in together as far as like ritual. I don't think we've identified one yet. You know, I think that probably won't come to fruition until 2026 when we, you know, build Miami freedom park and Miami proper, um, that might come, but in terms of consistency, I mean, you know, Miami is basically the portal to the United States for really all of South America, for the Caribbean, even parts of Central America. Right. So, um, it's probably the most diverse uh, fan base that I've seen in MLS. Um, there's a lot of uh, tons of music, um, you know, drums, horns. The band is is wild. The band just goes nonstop for 90 minutes. Does not does not let up for a second. Um, a lot that. of these songs are, um, you know, kind of tinkered with, or the melodies taken from a lot of the. Uh, different South American countries. So there's, you know, some Colombian influence, uh, a lot of Argentinian influence in, in the songs and everything, Brazilian. Great. Um, so it really is this this nice um, melting pot, really. I, that's the best way to, to describe it. Um, choripan, which is like, a, um, I believe it's Argentinian in nature, but it's like a sausage with chimichurri, kind of hot dog setup, Ooh. but it's, it's much better than a hot dog. That's like every game day. They have this stuff called... Um, Aguardente, or they call it Dino, which is um, like this black licorice liquor that's really popular in in South America. I believe it's Colombian. Oh, crazy! Um, so they're all they're they're pouring that in everyone's mouth. Um, it's really <laughs> uh you know make sure make sure you're being fed, make sure you're 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 drinking, make sure you're singing and and having a good time. It's that whole yeah, it's that whole family vibe that I always get from you know like mm-hmm. the like the Mexican, the South American people, like they just Mm -hmm. feel like very accepting. Mm -hmm. That stuff's cool. Okay. Yeah. Cause I didn't know that much about, I guess like sometimes when I think about Miami, I get confused with pre-court stuff. Cause it's, I don't, I don't know why I just, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about pre-court. We're not going to talk about it. Don't do that. I'll I'll bleep that. I'll bleep that. As if that, (laughs) I like cuss. I'll be like, we don't talk about Mickey Mouse club. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the team a little bit. Cause I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I'm, I'm just pulling it up now. I don't know that much about, the squad. Um, you guys is, have a couple of big transfers that just came in, right? Yeah, they just played the first game. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Mil- Miller. Is that- yeah, come on, Miller, Canadian yeah. inter- international. Um, and then we, the, didn't you have an Ecuador and guy then come in too? Dixon Arroyo, yeah, who came over from okay. Emilac was the club, and they were going through some financial troubles. Um, so he hadn't been paid in like three months, and um, so he kind of rode out. How was that? To, yeah. Uh, Okay. We got Ser- Sergey uh, Kritsov from uh, Shakhtar Donetsk. So he's, you know, okay. won the Ukrainian league like seven times. Uh, yeah. UCL experience, Europa League yeah, experience. Yeah, they always, and they're always he on wanted top to, of the Ukrainian league. Yeah, and he wanted to just get his family out of the area for obvious reasons. Um, yeah. So kind of lucked out with, no uh, with him, but pretty active offseason. I love that. So you, yeah, I hate to bring it up. But so you've lost, what, five in a row? Because six. Beginning of the season, you, six. six. Yay! Yeah. Uh, yeah. man. And you, and you picked up Joseph Martinez, which I thought was going to be a solid pickup. Yeah. And it seems like, and you can speak to that. Maybe he's poison in the locker room or like, he just doesn't what, explain how that's not working out. I just, I don't think, I mean, he, we all know about like the, you know, Rose con Pollo incident with Atlanta flipping the table. Yeah. I don't, yeah, he hasn't, yeah. at least to, to my knowledge. And I haven't heard anything about any toxicity in the locker room from him. Um, I still think he's trying to get back in the form he was in, right? Coming off some, some pretty savage injuries. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's going to take time for him, but we put him in there. You know, Leo Campana is like a, a six, four dude looks like he's freaking carved of marble, right? He looks like a Greek God, mm-hmm. uh, the Ecuadorian guy, but I mean, beautiful man, honestly. Uh, he's but he's 22. tall. He, 
yeah, he's young and he's left footed, but you know, he can hold his own. He's a target man. You know, he can body people and we're still trying to play that component ball yeah. just with Joseph Martinez. And Joseph is much smaller. He's um, not a target you know, man. Statue. He's not, but yeah. seeing Leo Campana and, and Joseph, I was like, you know, this would be one of the most potent attacks in the league. Um, yeah. but you know, they haven't kind of a yin and yang for attacker, like attacker. Yep. Yeah. They both but, offer uh, like complete. <sighs> Everyone's kind of waiting for Joseph to do what what Joseph does best, and it just yeah. it just hasn't happened yet. Um, now Leo's back, so we kind of you know trying to alter formations around. Once uh, our captain Gregory got got injured, so um, we haven't really ran to at the top a lot. Joseph can play as a winger, but they're still trying to figure that out. And uh, we all hope it <laughs> they get it figured out sooner than later. <laughs> well, yeah, you're you're on a slide. It seems like you have pretty good defense. It seems like your defense is pretty locked down. I mean, you have Kamal Miller. I mean, you're only giving up, you know, three goals in the last three games. You're only losing one nothing, which isn't which isn't terrible. Mm. And you weren't able to beat Sensi. We forgive you. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's kind of what makes it painful. Is like these games are yeah. winnable games. We just can't really get it done, and we struggled to really move the ball throughout the midfield. The defense, I think, is only been reinforced with with Kamal Miller and we're mm-hmm. really happy about that Drake Callender um is just a stud um he's one of the top keepers in the league he's got his first call up to the to the oh, national sweet. team so I mean he can make some great saves but you know if the midfield or sometimes there are defensive lapses um you know sometimes it, 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 he's not doing him they're not doing him any favor favors rather all right before you go score prediction what do you think's gonna happen oh I mean Confidence level is not really high right now. I'm, I want to say we'll win one zero, but um, but I got to be a realist, and I don't know. Just having Dixon or Kamal for for you know one game is enough to really have them gel and mesh with the team. So I think we're still going to experience mm-hmm. some some hardships here. Um, defense has been playing well. Drake's been playing well. I think it'll be a, a hard fought game, but um, it just seems like we're on this trend of, of like one zero defeat. So I, I I think we're probably going to lose this. Um, I think there's, you know, some quality players in uh, in Columbus. I love Zelly. I'm a big, big closet Zelly fan. Can't really tell my listeners that, but uh, dude, he's man, we like him here. So and fun. The te- like so the fun. team likes him. Like it seems like he's genuinely like a nice guy. Yeah, I I, I kind of get the same same vibe. Um, so I'm gonna go one zero defeat with you guys winning. All right. Oh, that's so kind. You're the first person that's been like, no, we'll probably lose her tie. Usually they're like. Yeah, I mean, we're probably gonna smash you, and it's like, man, are you? Yeah, uh, see, I here, here's the thing. Anytime I predict this winning, typically not not happening. If when I give a prediction and it says losing, that's when that's when we play well. That's <laughs> yeah, when we get that way. Win. You could be so surprised. Now, You're like, I can't so believe now, it. You know, I'm, these are the mental games right here. Okay. Well, again, Jay, thank you so much. You want to plug your socials again one more time, and, and uh, maybe yeah, just so, tell us what to uh, Google because I didn't realize you had all the media forever underneath you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So inner Miami podcast, um, we'll stick with the flagship plugs, I guess it's uh, on Instagram at inter Miami podcast. Um, Twitter is at inter M I a podcast just for character limit reasons. Yeah. Um, and, you know, check us out, come interact with us. Um, we just try and stay very, very active on, on social media, interacting with all the fans um you know opposing team podcast fans all that stuff so it's it's all good vibes you know we we have fun we we laugh at each other laugh at ourselves laugh at other people it's all in love so cool thanks jay. check us out thanks so much jay i appreciate it <laughs> all right guys cheers welcome back uh miami messies is this weekend we are going to do our predictions low hopes guys Last week was bad. Um, but before we do that, we met, Ben, you mentioned this earlier. We got a, a late signing here. Um, left wing defender, wing back defender. Tell us more. Yeah, it it seems like it, it, we picked him up. I think today was today the last day to, to sign for this, this window. Yep. Yes, so, Monday was. Like I said, it's kind of a panic signing, which makes me think that Sands is out and we definitely don't have a left wing back on the team at all period so the good news is we were able to find this guy um malte amdenson amdenson i don't know how to say it so Hmm. so he's actually on it seems like he's on loan because it's not considered from what i understand um 
quoting Bailey Johnson, she said that uh, it's not an international roster spot, uh, which is awesome because I don't think we had that with what we have. But um, I actually, it looks like New York City acquired him, but she, from what I read, it was acquired from a Dutch league. But he's 5'10", he's 25 years old. He's worth $2.8 on FOTMOB, and he's a left-footed, left-back slash left-midfielder, which is, it seems like a perfect, slot right into what we were what we currently have um it seemed like he was in favor with the you know original coach when he came in to new york city fc but he has not played at all in the past i don't even know i'm looking back through the games Uh, this year no minutes this year yeah he has like no minutes so but he seems to be rated pretty high and like i said youngish guy left-footed left you know fullback first slash left midfield like likes to go forward likes to provide likes to provide service into the box yeah so what's the timeline on something like that like will we see him play against miami is it a few weeks what do you think no he's probably in town tomorrow to do physical i'm thinking this happened pretty quickly see him in the indy 11 there's no way but it actually may not be a bad run-in yeah you you know you might see him subbed in and you might see him subbed in against Miami. Oh, yeah. D- depending kind of what that looks like. And I did kind of want to touch on this. When, when he went down, I actually wanted to see Quentin come in as a back and have Marrera mm, go to the wing. I wasn't thinking about that. But I, Yeah, so I don't think that that was something that I would have liked to have seen. Um, he didn't for whatever reason. But I think that is up Nazi sleeve. You know, if he wanted to move someone that he trusts more in a defensive role, that may be the quote-unquote mm. wrinkle that he does you know, so we don't or we aren't so exposed like we were last game. I uh, I do like this guy's name. His is Amundsen. I was hoping it was Norwegian, but it's uh, my f- absolute favorite explorer, Roald Roald Amundsen, that went the first person to the Antarctic. Um, Knowledge, and he's a hero of mine. So let's hope this is going to be a hero of mine as I'm well. I'm sorry, but is he is the new crew soccer player Norwegian? I, I was no, he's I he's Danish. You just have a Amundsen name. Okay, all right. A better name. Yeah, let's go through and talk about our favorite explorers. <laughs> Magellan. <laughs> you know, you would. I like Steve Zissou. You would. Dora. You would. Magellan. Steve Zissou. I like yeah. Dora Haas. That was good. <laughs> Right. <laughs> the only person without yeah, kids, I've never seen kid any. reference. No, you don't. You're not a liar. Uh, you don't understand. Da, 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 I, I, I am a big. This, this is baby. an important guy to me. So right. Okay, well, I like it. All right, I like just, it. Don't don't cry. Just funny. Crap funny that fine. no one no one picked <laughs> Columbus. Okay, so uh, more. Uh, could we explore? All of the results from last week's uh, prediction. Oh uh, yeah, let's let's get over it with quickly because we were like we normally is. We coming on, we're really high oh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you, yeah, you go that. through the results, and I, I have something. To and say. in any case, you missed the first, you know, sixty minutes of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> we lost one to nothing uh, yes. against Charlotte FC. Um, Haas thought we would win three nothing. Trey thought we would win two nothing. So did Ben. Yep. Uh, I thought we would win three to two. And uh, Morris, you're probably the closest of everybody, uh, closest uh, with a two to one win. Mm. But we were all wrong, which means the standings remain the same. Or do you no know points? With Ben and Morris in the lead and me trailing behind. Um, I still think we're going to win 2 nothing. I know the game already happened, but it still feels right. <laughs> well, you know, so this is, I was going to say something like, you know, maybe we were playing under the assumption that we were going to get to like come back and finish the game in four months or like, you know, there was like some kind of, yeah. you know, Charlotte legacy, uh, you know, uh, uh, contingency rule yeah 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 like well every season we play the first 16 minutes and then four months later we <laughs> wait until our hopes are just above the the uh the threshold to make it to the playoffs and then we blow it against charlotte uh for the last yeah. <laughs> last i think zelly actually did take a, a super long distance shot didn't yeah. he at that game i don't know i don't remember i digress i don't know Okay, that so it's been the only thing he did in like So uh, this is what I want to talk about. Last <laughs> last week when we were talking about the scores, 
uh, it was I was called out about something I had said two weeks ago where I said I would buy myself a pre-court Austin jersey if I if there was ever a one to zero result. Okay. And you guys Which just happened. Well, hold on. So you all said <laughs> just happened. You all said, oh, one to zero, you know, that I can't believe you're gonna say that. And so I went and I said on last week's episode, if you listen to that episode, you'll hear I me say, it. I will go back and listen to last week, which would have been two weeks ago. Okay. And I did that. I went back and listened to two weeks ago, and this is what this is what transpired. I have it written out here, and I texted it to all of you, and no one responded. So I'm gonna make <laughs> nope. you all respond now. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Uh, I went back and listened to my one zero comment from last week. Um, I I kind of understand why there was a mis why there was a misunderstanding from you, but I, this is what happened when Trey when it got to Trey. Trey says one zero crew, and then there was like some jokes back and forth. And I said one to zero, really? I said I'll buy an AFC uh, Austin FC jersey if we ever see a one to zero result this season. When I was responding to him saying one zero crew. And I'll tell you why I said this. Agree to disagree. It, in, my, in my mind, one to zero is different than zero to one, which was the result that we saw this week. And the reason why I'm saying this is because the way that we play, we're either going to put in more than one goal or we're going to give up one. And that's that was the statement I was trying to make. I'm not going to buy myself a jersey after this, but I will double down and say that I I stand by my statement. The crew will not win a game one to zero this season. And if they do, you'll see me in green. Okay. All right. Hey. I don't want that. <laughs> like, I don't want that for you. I only me. want it to shame you for yeah. the comment. Hey, Mars, I give you the work you, you put in um, on proving that you're right, but everything after that was just insane. <laughs> <laughs> got it so you listen you listened to last week's episode as well <laughs> yeah, yeah i did okay I did. all right all right um okay so uh now that we uh have have gotten closer to our 20 minutes of wasted time on this quota for this part of the show let's get into our predictions for the uh the miami Messies. the uh what, is, what are they called inter miami Hey, mm-hmm. Mars, do you want to know their last three results, what they are? Aren't, isn't their last, you didn't they lose the, the last, last five? Six. Yeah. No, six. But, but but the last three is one nothing losses. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Ask me. Ask me my prediction. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm so ready. I hope you all predict one to zero. <laughs> but yeah, to round that out a little further, Miami won their first two games of the year, two zero. And then they've lost every game since then. Okay, Six and the last round. three have been zero to one. Correct. Right? Oh, yep. Okay. Man. Okay, man, well, man, so man. We, we start with Ben, so lay it out. One zero crew. Okay. Mort. Come wow. on, come on. One zero, let's do it. No. Uh, I think, all right, all right. Before you do it, I want you, while you're thinking about this, I think if we win one zero, you have to wear the Austin jersey, but you have to wear it as a diaper. <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> For the rest of the pods of this season. That's fine. That is so random and so weird. I'll do it. So wrong. He's seated. It's so right. You won't even Not, be able yeah. to see it. See, here's the thing. Yeah, is, but you, there's <laughs> two holes for we, the legs, and we, then there's a free little cut, area to go We pee-pee. cut so much out of the last week's episode. You would There might be a better understanding of Ben's line of thinking if Brilliant. we kept everything in, but... <laughs> We just can't. We would have gotten canceled. All right, more. They would have it. come after us. But Ben or uh, more. What's your name? Two to one. <laughs> two to one. Two to one. The Columbus Crew. Two to one. Okay. Yep. All right. Did we get a prediction from Trey? We did. We did. He sent a text. Okay. And he said three nothing crew. Three nothing. Okay. Oz. Two to zero crew. Okay. They have, and they also, they have both, they have both Federico and uh, Gonzalo and their father, Jorge Iguain, <laughs> still, don't they? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I don't know who said it. I think it was Haas. I'm with you, two to zero. All right. All right. All right. Okay. So, hey, and while we're here, I think we should just throw out a Indy 11 prediction. 
I think we should just throw that bad boy out. I want to count this, so we'll tweet out this prediction too, and this will count towards the three. Why? I I think the score is going to be crazy. No, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be two to two. Can they tie penalties? Oh, they're going to be. You think it's going to be two to two penalties? It's going to be eight to seven penalties. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be eleven to eleven. I think it's going to be. Four nothing crew. Why? I'll stick with two zero. I'm not even. I'm. Yeah. I'm not writing this down. <laughs> yeah. Don't. 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 Okay. So I've four zero. You're eight to seven penalties. Haas is two nothing crew, and then uh, Mars is six to don't. five. Six to five. No, and six to five. Trey, Trey just got on my, my ear here right now, and he said three to two. India eleven. <laughs> All right, Indy 11's going to win 3 to 2. Yes, no, he has no faith, that guy. All right. Good to wrap it up. Uh all right. Yeah, I think I think we should. Please. So the game against Miami is at home. I think it's also military appreciation night. Okay. All right. And so, yeah, so we typically go through how to watch, you know, there's the uh, Black Flag social tailgate on the north side, there's the Players roll in on the west side. Uh, games at Shocker. Hold on, are you ready? It's at seven thirty. Um, so if you have kids, just you know, watch it from home. And um, there's a tailgate at the Triangle for the game on Wednesday with pizza with Black Flag Social Club at like four thirty on a, for the Wednesday okay. game against Indy Eleven. What can you remind me? What the Triangle is? It's a parking lot between the railroad tracks it's on Nationwide uh, Boulevard shape, on the way to the shape state. that has three sides. <laughs> Uh, well, then uh, I guess, it's, boy, we got a double game week. Are we going to do like another, are we going to do another episode this week after the Indy 11 game to recap that or? Yeah, maybe uh, just the <laughs> scores. All right. Uh, so here's what's going to happen. Ben's going to sign on and he's going to do a, a full 75 minute recap by myself, by himself yeah. for the Indy 11 game. And, uh, and then we will be back uh, at our regular scheduled time ne- uh, next week. Hopefully Trey will be in attendance, and we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, well, who will call in Thoughts sick at the last minute. Um, yeah. it could be me. Could be Haas. Could be anybody. Uh, could, could be, be go crew. Go crew. Go. go. Thanks everyone for joining the club. We hope you'll listen next week and every week, even in the off season, to celebrate or commiserate. We'll save you a seat. If you like this podcast, please give us five stars and subscribe. You can email us at upper90clubpod at gmail.com. That's upper90clubpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at upper90clubpod. Go crew! Are you serious? No, no. I thought you told us to go no. short on this. I've been trying to blaze know, through it as fast I, as no, we I can. I know, but I'm pumped up about it. No. I'm all riled up. No, dude.